0: Daily Dribble
1: Welcome back to the Daily Dribble guys It is season 4 As always I'm your host Nick Zamet Absolutely delighted to be here Kicking off what is going to be our biggest and best season yet Here joining me after an extended layoff Mr. Liam Hancock, welcome back, brother. How Random are you? Round of applause. Come back. back. He's back. How are you, mate? How was your uh, your time off? Did you do you feel refreshed, rejuvenated, I ready feel... to tackle a big season? Yeah, it's going to be a big season. Um, I think
2: we all know that. I, I'm looking forward to ripping into it.
1: Ripping into it, indeed, mate. Yes, we absolutely. Love it. Well, good to have you back. Good to be back. You. Uh, how, how's your day been? Big day at the gas station today. Oh, God, give it a break. <laughs> this guy doesn't shut up.
2: He's said
1: five times,
2: six maybe, that my shirt looks like been at a gas station
1: i, I know it i but, want to throw it to the listeners guys if you are you're bored you're watching the video now you want to go on a little bit of a a wild goose chase go look up billy Joel, uptown girl and tell me in the film clip that lee would fit him perfectly there i believe he is he is just made for a position in that film clip all right. just, mate, good to
0: have you back though nevertheless yeah, okay
1: also joining us here fit and firing for season four mr rohancock yeah you, how,
0: yeah good how how are we um thanks oh. for thanks for looking after the fort for the last few months nick you know, did I all
1: yeah. right,
0: did I? Occasionally, the captain has to go and leave and we leave it <laughs> up to the old shipmates to look after <laughs> it. But um, no, no, in all seriousness, looking forward to another big season, going to be our biggest yet. And um, these season prediction episodes are always, um, you know, you can either go very wrong or you can be looked at like you're a you know, psychic. So, Absolutely. yeah, very these, keen for it.
1: These are some of the biggest episodes we have each year. It's going to be a two-part series, guys. Uh, we're going to do the Eastern Conference, our predictions today. Mm. Uh, we're then next week going to rattle through the Western Conference predictions, just for a little bit of a clarity on the situation. Now, we go away, away on Monday coming. Yes. Certainly looking came. forward to a bit of a break. So what we're going to do, um, you guys probably won't realise due to the magic of, of editing and things of the kind, mm. we're going to record two episodes today. How pumped are we for that? Straight back into the fold, sure, lads. We're going to do nice. the East. After we finish, we're going to do the West right away and put it up next week, just so the content still flows whilst we're away. Uh, but the fellas are here, big shift. There's uh, no rest for the week, is it? Tell She's you gonna what, my, my
2: mouth's going to be be dry by the end of these two episodes.
0: Christ, it's God good my. for get you. Lip balm out. It's good for you.
1: Um, before we get into it, though, guys, a big shout out to both the cover and the Spotlight Sports Network. Very, very much appreciated their continued love and support sharing our content not only in the US but also Australia Uh, we certainly appreciate everything that they're both doing for
0: us absolutely
1: now let's get into it guys let's not stand on ceremony as I said these episodes tend to be a couple of our biggest they do um now as I said we're starting with the east today as always as I've said time and time again regardless of if it's a new season or not Mm. I'll keep saying the same things. Right. Um, you guys make the show. So as always, be sure to let us know what you think of our predictions, of our, of our kind of standings, order, uh, where we went right, where we went wrong, which of the three of us did the best and most accurate job. We would love to hear it. So keep it coming via all of our socials. And just quickly, guys, today you'll probably check this as it's going live, mm. but very exciting for us here in Australia, the NBL season 2022-2023 Officially kicks off. Um, we're absolutely buzzing. As we said, we've got two big episodes to rip through, but as soon as they're done, we're straight into watching the Tassie Jack Jumpers against the South East Melbourne Phoenix to kick off the season. Yep. Uh, followed by the Illawarra Hawks playing the reigning defending champions, the Sydney Kings. So, no, screw the
0: Kings. I love to look forward <laughs> Jackies to that. The
1: Jackies are where, so uh. A very big seal, I think, once we get back from holiday. I'm looking at setting up a second episode a week, uh, purely, you know, a half an hour, 45-minute show dedicated to the NBL. Um, the people answered my, my call during the week on social media. Yes. And it seems as if there's a, a bit of a hunger for another episode, so I'll be uh, sure to deliver that one as well.
0: Going into OT,
1: Nick. Bloody oath, mate. I tell you what, the grind don't stop. We love it. That's what we're here for. Let's get into it, though. Let's not keep mucking around, Hayley. No. Let's start with the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. So, Lee, you kickstarters, mate. Where do you have them finishing? What are your kind of thoughts about them heading into the season? Well, uh, finally, they've paired
2: uh, Trey Young up with another superstar in DeJounte Murray. I think they'll complement um, each other um, very well. Um, I have them finishing seventh uh, in yep. the East this coming season. There were and there always has been for the cu- past couple of years, concerns around their defence. Um, mm-hmm. And, look, I, I probably think that'll leak into this year as well. Yep. Um, it, it's hard to compete for, you know, a top four spot in the East, especially if you don't have good defence. So just,
1: just quickly on that, like I don't – I want you to carry on, but mm-hmm. I guess to, to I should have kind of said it to bring in this segment, but I don't know about you guys, but this – in since we started doing the podcast, I found the East this year, it was the hardest to predict. Yeah, absolutely. There is so many yep. quality teams. The depth is phenomenal. Yeah. And there's a lot of teams, you know, I think not only us, but other people out there who do this sort of thing, there'd be mm. a lot of interchangeable pieces mm. because it is that close. So I uh, just wanted to make note of that, of how close it is. So yeah. Those were my points, yeah,
2: 7th, yeah. 7th in the East.
1: Mate, I'm with you there. I had them 7th as well. Um, I think the the acquisition of DeJounte Murray is huge. Uh, mm. I, I'm really excited to see how it actually affects Trey Young. I think it would be fantastic to see him play off-bowl a little bit more. Um, I think his stats will still be elite. I think it might actually open him up for more points, mm. potentially. Mm. Um, not having to be so relied on and actually getting better looks for himself, not yep. just having to create solely as a as sole He's um, been the one-man show. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, I think given years gone by, their depth this year looks a little bit diminished. Mm. Um, I think their top-tier talent is better, but their actual depth, should a few injuries come into play, does look a little bit diminished there.
0: What do you say though? Top tier talent wins out every time.
1: Top tier talent wins out every time. Uh, for me, the there's two big questions: is by season's end or even mm. a couple of months in, who is going to be the starting centre? Is it going to be Capella still, mm. or is it going to be a mm. Um, I think we saw at the back end of last season a Kongwu started to step up and fill that role as a starter more so. It did. Yep. And likewise, I think uh, they, to actually be successful, like I had them seventh. But to actually make some noise in the playoffs, I think they're going to be very reliant on John Collins and DeAndre Hunter having big seasons. Mm. Yeah, especially with you know Kevin Herter going out, um, you know players like that. As I said, their depth diminished a little bit. Uh, it's gonna you know they're only one or two injuries away a Trey Young, a Murray from kind of really starting to falter. Mm. Mm. So I think you know those other complementary players are going to have to
0: step up big time there. So seventh. Just quickly on that point on Johnny Collins. Johnny Collins. We know over the off-season and probably over the last (laughs) few seasons in reality, Johnny Collins has been at the forefront of trade discussions. The Atlanta Hawks, I'm not sure if they've publicly put put him out there onto the trade table, but he's certainly been among discussions. Do we think he's going to be there (laughs) long-term, or do we think it might get to maybe the halfway mark of this season and the Atlanta Hawks go, no, we're going to bite the bullet after all these years and invest in maybe a bit more depth because, as you were saying, the depth... But mine, personally, looks a bit shaky in and comparison to the last, the last Compared to
1: the last couple of years, They, mm. I remember we were going through and we were rattling off names. Lou Williams, Gallinari, mm. Herder, all these other blokes. And it was just ridiculous the abundance of assets the yeah. players yeah. they had. It was like, how are they going to fit them all in? Um, on the John Collins point for mm. me, I think ideally the best case scenario for them would be to let him play out the first couple of months, mm-hmm. try and feed him the ball, let him ball out put up big stats, increase that trade value, and then look to offload him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll be there long-term. Mm. But, you know, we've said that for the last 12 to 24 <laughs> yeah. months and he's still kicking with the Hawks. So, yeah, true. But for me, I think they'll look to to just build that value and then look to, uh, to move on.
0: Yeah. I don't think
2: it will be there long-term. They obviously... Um, not that they don't want him there, but they want to get rid of him. Um, Everyone wants to be wanted, don't they, Lee? Yeah. You want to be wanted? I want oh, to Johnny be wanted. And, and JC um, realises that and probably isn't playing to his full potential because of that. So, yeah, yeah no, he's not going to be there
1: long term. Ro, what are your takes? We've got, yep. Ro, uh, Lee and I, should I say, both having seventh there for the Hawks. Where do you have them for?
0: Yeah, around a similar mark. I've got them at the eighth position. Yeah. Um, likewise with, with you guys, DeJounte Murray, Absolutely phenomenal talent, both on the offensive end and the defensive end. Lee was touching on, I guess, their defensive liabilities. Um, Dejounte Murray's is going to help. He's a stealing machine. He's always going to have cheeky hands in there, ready to, um, ready to go. He's
1: like Pooh Bear, isn't he, with his hand caught in the, uh, the honey
0: pot? <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got them around the eighth mark. I'm expect yep. on your um, point on Clint Capella or on Kongu taking that center position. I think on is going to. Um, Progress oh, wow. massively this year. Yeah. Um, I think he already has to some extent. I think he's taken over that role from Clint Capella, And I think Clint Compella is probably going to be another one of these blokes. Likewise with Johnny C who won't be there long term. Maybe as you were saying, they might try to ride his value up just a little bit mm. if they yep. can. Which might mean starting him to begin the season. I think he'll start... Yeah. But after that, I see on Kong. On Kong, looks like a guy who could be in the league for a decade plus and have a really solid career. So I think they'll just be inside. But the Hawks are a funny one because we look at a few years ago and we saw them, you know, hovering around that format. Yeah. Mm. And now they've sort of, we're, we're not even sure if they're going to be playoffs. Feels
1: like they plateaued, plateaued, whereas other teams kind of continued to build. You know? <laughs> yes, so yeah. So it's certainly going to be an interesting season there. Let's push ahead, lads. We've, Still got 14 teams to go. I hope you guys are geared up for a big, uh, big shift. Um, Row, continue on your merry tangent with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. I, I feel like, just quickly, this is going to be one where we might differ a little bit. Uh, slightly, yeah.
0: Um, I've actually got them having a huge bounce back season this year. Um, I've got them at the second position in oh, the East. Second. Um, we look at last season for the Brooklyn Nets and it was full of instability. We saw yep. Kyrie Irving playing every eighth match we saw KD out for extended periods Man, he, was,
1: he was just trying to walk to the end of the earth <laughs> that flat
0: earth we've got Jimmy H was you know on the court some nights and some nights he was in the casino you know like he was some
1: nights in Philly he was and out some nights in Philly and mm. um,
0: th- this year there's a bit more stability to the, to the Brooklyn Nets and I sort of expect them to perhaps live up to their potential a little bit yep. having a full season of Ben Simmons hopefully um, will be incredible if, if for nothing else, just his defensive ability is something that I'm really looking forward to. I think – and the other thing is, I guess, their, their, their depth, depth has always been really impressive, and I still think they've got probably among the best depth in the league at the moment.
1: What do you reckon? Underrated off season adding Royce O'Neal, T.J. Warren, Markeith Morris. Is it T.J. Warren? I forgot about that. Yeah, T- yeah. T.J. Ladd there. Yep. I know it's been a while since we saw him on the court, but good shouts. There's, there's yep. ballers there. Yeah,
0: like- they've had, they've added to and their that's,
1: depth. That's with Joe Harris hopefully coming back healthy. Patty, Patty Mills, Mills coming back. Ben Simmons hopefully grace in the court.
0: Yes. Yep. A lot of depth, a lot of talent there. Claxton as well. Mm. I think more stability bodes very well for the Brooklyn Nets this year. Amen. If they can get these guys out in the court consistently, I think they're finishing top four without a doubt. There you go, Lee. What have you got for the Brooklyn Nets? Where do you see them? Don't have them second. I have them a couple more down. I have them at six. Yep.
2: Um, I'm just going off what I see right now, and right now I don't see the chemistry um, yet. Um from a an- them at media day?
1: Yeah, but KD and Kyrie all hugs, hugs all around. Oh, everyone
2: plays it up for media down <laughs> um, From it's all an, optics, isn't it? Absolutely, that's all it is. From an outsider's perspective, um, coming off last season, I, I don't see them as a team that wants to put in their all to win in a ch- win a championship. Um, but in saying that, KD chose to say, Kyrie chose to say, Ben Simmons is healthy. You you went over all the acquisitions. They no doubt have the talent but I just don't think yet they have the chemistry, which is why I put them at six.
0: Here's a quick one for you, Lee. Just sorry, Nick, no, no, just no, before no, you pop in. Do you think Kyrie and KD are going to be there long-term? We know that they've sort of, they've committed verbally to the Brooklyn Nets, at least for this season. Do you mm. think they're going to be there long-term? That's a big question mark, I feel, still over this over this squad.
2: I, I can't make a decision right now because I, I feel like this will be the naming mm. the naming um season. We saw or well, even after one year they were looking for outs. They both requested a trade. What's your gut feel though? My gut feels too unreliable in um mm. in, in terms of staying. I don't mm-hmm. think they'll be there long term.
1: Yep. There you go. Yep. Um for me, I think I've got them third. Uh I likewise think the talent there and the talent they've added. Mm. Just their depth now is phenomenal. Um and I think I think it's almost been sl- like people are almost sleeping on how good Ben Simmons is. Yeah. For sure. um, you know, for, for his, everything else that's going on with him, he's truly one of, if not the best defensive players within the league. Yeah. And when you've got the offensive talent in KD, Kyrie, not to mention all the other names I just rattled off, mm. it enables Simmons not to have to worry about shooting, not to have to worry about scoring. Mate, solely be there, anchor the defense, and that's your job done. Yeah. Um, and it'll give more freedom to those offensive threats. I'm,
0: I'm a high squad. Me too. Um, me too.
1: Third for me, I think they're in for a big season. Uh, I've seen from a couple of pundits out there that Kyrie could be a bit of a sleeper MVP. Um, Ooh, you know, that especially. Come from? Especially as he'll be playing for a contract this season. Yeah. Mm. Um, could be one more big, big contract in his sight. So don't be surprised to see him ball out either. Could Ben him in the Philly, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, 100%. You mm. look at the blokes on this team, they're probably not going to help him. Yep. So if they're able to kind of orchestrate, you know, a top, a top eight defense, some way, somehow, he's yep. going
0: to be right there. For the, I think um, so. The
1: prime candidate.
0: Yep, I'm with you.
1: The down, the, the Down boys. My boys. The boys, the Boston Celtics. What a, well, let's say what a week they've had. What a week um, indeed. It's, it's crazy to think things were looking so promising. So promising a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And to be honest, it's gone down the gurgler pretty quickly. <laughs> um, the impact, what the loss of Ime Adoka will have after his, or uh, well, after being suspended for a year due to, how do you want to say it, breaking franchise protocol, engaging in a, so we believe at the moment a consensual relationship with yeah. a staff member of the Celtics. Conflicting reports on that one, isn't there? Conflicting reports, indeed. So he's mm. suspended for the year. Um, I I feel as well. You know, things were looking promising with their depth, adding Brogdon, adding Gallinari. Mm. Um, we saw seen Gallinari go down for the season. Rob Williams now his expected time frame for return has also extended. We're looking at probably. More close to twelve weeks until he's actually able to participate so in on court action. So yep. we're probably looking at, you know, three to four months for actually getting back on the court, mm-hmm. which is a huge blow. Um we saw this morning news came out today that they've added Blake Griffin on a one year contract. Yeah. So hey, there you go. An interesting pickup there. Um for my eyes, I think the talents there, and this could be a year that Tatum's in the top couple for MVP. Mm. Uh, I think I've got them fourth. I, to be honest, going into the off season, I would have had them first Mm. probably by a considerable margin. Yeah. Yep. With everything that's going on, these losses, um, just, I think the overall, how this will have impacted the chemistry. Um, I, I think they've slipped down a little bit from my eye, So I've got them fourth. It takes
0: a toll, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. What do you think? Our resident Boston fan here, how, how has the last in particular week been for you?
0: Yeah, it's been a bit concerning to be honest with you, because I mean, I was I was the same as you, Nick. Like heading into this year, I thought, okay, we're again, we're going to be probably among the one, two spot in the East. Yep. I would have thought, you know, had the had the existing core pieces, which we saw last year, obviously could take us all the way to the finals. Addition of Malcolm Brogdon, who I, I think is potentially um, six man of the year sort of caliber.
1: Another underrated pickup. Very underrated. I think it's probably he's because he's been forgotten about in Indiana, but he's a bowler.
0: Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Gallinari going down, left a bad taste in my mouth. And then it was, I've now I've sort of got a really sour taste in my mouth ahead of this upcoming season for the Celtics. I've got them finishing fourth as well. So don't get me wrong. I think the talent that they've got on their squad is. Um, is still enough to land them in the in contention for the for the championship and for that top four spot. But as a Boston fan, and I guess from even if you were looking in externally into yep. the Boston Celtics franchise, Rob Williams is such a significant loss, even if it's for the first couple of months for the season. And it was looking like the other week, four to eight weeks. Yeah. Or four to six
1: weeks, I think it was. And it's since been pretty much that time frame's doubled from to eight to 12 weeks. As I said, just to, yep. just to returning to kind of, I guess not even on court, but,
0: yeah, it's, uh, it's as ten- extended there. As tends to happen with the bigger blokes as well, isn't it? Like Rob Williams, I think, he's so vital to our championship aspirations and even finishing top four. So I'm hoping when he comes back we can, um, you know, have our squad at almost 100%. Yudoka is one of these ones which is just a bit uh, – it, it doesn't Again, it leaves a really bad taste in your mouth because now we're coming in with an untried head coach. We had a bit of stability last year. This time we don't. And even assistant Will Hardy leaving as well there mm. to the Jazz. It's another big loss as well. And it's probably one that's quite underrated because yep. he was he was highly rated. So um, Boston Celtics just inside the top four for mine. But my goodness, these last few weeks have done no favours for their season.
1: Lee, what do you think for the Beantown boys? I've
0: got them four too. Yep. I, I probably would have had them
2: or I... Definitely would have had them second um, if if these implications and complications didn't happen. Um, you saw even last season from that All Star break they were on an absolute tear, a oh. big enough tear to make it to the best to the team, team in the league for the
1: second half of the season by yeah. so far, best team in the league. Yeah,
2: and despite got- despite the loss um, in the finals, I thought they were going to carry that momentum into this coming season. But there's just been too many, um, yeah, like I said, too many complications. It's kind of put them to a halt, I think, mm. um, and they're going to have to kind of rework their whole team. Like I said, they'll yeah. still have the talent, but it's a mm. matter of meshing this
1: talent. I know back they together. added Blake Griffin earlier today, mm. but how, how do you think Horford will go bearing the uh, the bulk of that, that time now in centre? Um,
2: well, he's, he's aging, isn't he? He's, he's uh, aging, oh, absolutely. He's, he's, got, he's he, like, he
1: looks in pretty good nick. He's aging like I, a fine wine. He, he is, yeah. but it's, it's <laughs> going to be a big... He's going to have a lot of responsibility yeah. on his shoulders for oh, that man. initial couple so, of months.
2: Yeah, 87, 88 years old now. So, like, <laughs> it's going to be hard. No, it's, it's, it is that, going to man. be hard for old Horf, though. But yep. we, we saw him pick it up in uh, towards the latter end of the season last year. So, with any luck, he'll, he'll carry it out the whole
1: season. Mm-hmm. Lee, carry on. We'll transition to you. What do you have there for your Charlotte Hornets?
2: Our city. I
1: don't give it to me.
2: I've got him 13. I've got him down the bottom of the ladder, I think. Yeah. They're putting the car in reverse and they're backpedaling a little bit. Um, okay.
1: I know we do this quite often um, mm. and we'll touch on them a little bit later in the show. Are you still happy? I know you've signed the contract. You've inked a long-term deal. Are you still happy with your choice to flip from the Hornets I mean, I'm, I'm happy from the Wizards? With,
2: I, I, I was happy with my choice and I will forever be happy. Better since, trajectory at the moment then. Since I signed the contract, but I, I'm not happy with where it's looking. I'm not happy with where my team's looking. So 13th. Thirteen. Where is Miles Bridges going to jail or is he playing in the NBA? I think I saw he had at eleven years. Trez. Year. Oh, he's not, he's, he's not there anymore. But he escaped. No, it's going to be Steve. No, Miles Bridges. Um, I was, know, about Trez oh, did Tre- as well. Yeah, Trez, Trez is yes. gone.
1: Oh.
2: Hey, Haywood and scary have always had injury concerns, and that'll no doubt probably carry into this season. Um So unfortunately, it's just going to be another another year. Not even only missing out on the playoffs but
0: i think missing out on the playoffs. so a bit of a glass half empty approach this yeah, year you, you can think say that. yeah i don't blame you so lee honest. had
1: them 13th row for yourself
0: for yourself <laughs> for myself um i've got them at 11th so a little bit more favorably than lee mm. um in saying that far out they've had a disruptive off season like this can never bode well for the season upcoming season can it like you've had you, your star players have been in the headlines for the wrong reasons The only player who can really hold his head high, their star player, is Lamella, who I think will no doubt progress naturally. And I think he'll go to another level. Probably will be in contention, maybe for most improved, because Mm -hmm. I think he has to take that much responsibility for them to even have the slightest impact this year.
1: Not in the All-Star game, yes or no, Rob?
0: Yeah, I think he might make it this year. Lee,
1: yes or no?
0: Uh, Lamella, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to another level this year. The Charlotte Hornets, however, will not be. And I think they'll be... (laughs) Sort of hovering around that, yeah, 11, 12, 13, Mark. I've got them at 11.
1: Uh, for me, I've gone even lower. I've got them at 14. Jeez. Uh, I'm super, super, super low on this team. Mm. Uh, fact of the matter is, you know, apart from LaMelo, their team looks very awful. Haywood Scar- struggled with injury scary concerns. Scary isn't S- awful. Scares, scares is all right. There's the consistency there. Tez, hasn't. Yes. was starting to build last season. Um, that being said, if he if, if, He's not the guy taking you to the promised land. And with the talent and the depth that's in the East at the minute, Mm. uh, very flat on this team. The biggest concern, and it's continued to plague the Hornets for the last couple of seasons, Mm. their starting center is still Mason Plumlee. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) Come on. If you want to be a team that has some some route of getting to the plane, at least, Mm. he can't be your starting center. It'll uh, do for now, though. Oh, it's, no, it's not it, mate. I mean, hey, it's, it's not. I used hit. to think when it's we, not it. When it's we not had our, guy.
2: when we had our team somewhat sorted out, I used to think, yeah, the center is what we need now. And now that isn't what we. He, need. he
1: didn't. He didn't look as bad when you've got when you've got Bridges as well. Yeah. But if you don't have Bridges, he looks a lot worse with him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think Lamelo will flirt with the triple double. Uh, he'll be phenomenal. The rest of the team, I'm worried about their depth, mm-hmm. in particular that second unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they missed a trick last season by not giving enough opportunity to players like Booknight. Well, that's yep. what they need to do this year. They know they're going to be bottom feeders, so yep. so give it I, I think they probably missed a trick. It would have been handy to have another role player who was competent, who had NBA experience. Yep. He he just didn't get the opportunity last season. I, I think it'll bite them in the arse. Not just, at all. I, just,
2: I am I am excited for Marky Williams.
0: though, big Mark. Marky Marky oh, yes, Funky bunch. boy. Yeah. That's yeah. why I wanted him and I Bring got him. good vibrations with him. Yeah, is like it, that. Yeah. Is it just quickly um, before we move on? Is it. No uh, one's know.
1: Isn't it crazy to ones quickly. Do know, isn't yeah. it quickly to think Mark Wahlberg went from singing with the Funky Bunch, repping Calvin Klein, mm-hmm. one, now to one of the biggest movie stars of all time and built like a brick
0: shithouse? Unbelievable. Yeah, far out. The, the biceps on that bloke can't go unnoticed. Can crazy. They? I digress. Um, is, is there a slight concern with the, I guess, the bad culture brewing within? Charlotte Hornets. And who does that boil down to? Does that boil down to their owner in Michael Jordan, who no doubt one of the, if not the best players of all time. And they're sort of recruiting these blokes who are immature and don't understand the position they're in and probably don't really have the desire to succeed as much as some of these other teams. I think there's sort of slight concerns around their culture that they mm. brewed, and I think probably too late to turn concerns back. Concerns across the whole board. Like a,
1: a point we didn't mention, and I won't touch on it too long because we've still got a lot of teams to go. Mm. But the fact they've brought in Steve Clifford, haven't they? Yeah, Cliff. Cliff yeah, Clifford the Big Red Dog, Big is Red. the new head
0: coach. I'd prefer Clifford the Big Red Dog over Steve, to uh, be honest
1: absolutely. with you. Absolutely, he's he's a defensive-minded coach. This team for the last couple of years has just been run and gun, track mate, put up as many points as possible. And just pray to God that it's more than the opposition. Yeah. Mm. How is this team going to fit China probably, you know, shift their playing style to a more defensive-minded scheme? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know. There's going to be a lot of um, lot of
2: conflicts, I think, a lot of arguments. Mm. Absolutely. Between players and coaches, but yeah, we'll
0: see. I'm with you.
1: right big guy, what have you got for us for the Chicago Bulls?
0: Yeah, Chicago. I've got them at seventh. Yep. So coming home last season, there was – serious concerns as to their game style and I think their overall game plan was found out probably like every second night they they came home just they were crawling home after the first couple of months wasn't it they started to falter they started to falter what is it due to is it due to their game plan is it due to um injuries to to key players probably a combination it, of both injuries last season when they lost Longzo and Caruso yes their guard depth was absolutely it was shot was yeah and this year like we look already um Lonzo still is struggling with those injury concerns and just over the first few years of his career you just get that feeling that that might stay with him for the for the entirety which is a real shame I really hope not because I do like Lonzo and I it's think been he... a whirlwind of a
1: week though hasn't it reports mm. were coming out sorry I don't want to no that's off, okay but just Go. for a bit
0: of clarity
1: there reports mm. were coming out um that he might, in fact, actually miss the whole season. What? Yes, I didn't yeah. hear that. Uh, yep. as it's now kind of as looking like he will return. At what point, we're not sure. But the severity of this injury and the long-term implications are looking quite serious. Um, and what shape and what form he'll come back on his return, uh, whenever that is, it's uh, it remains to be seen. But things aren't looking great for Lonzo after... First part of last season, it looked like he'd really made strides in Mm. his not only playmaking ability, his offensive output and his stroke from three. So uh, horrible news there. And it was
0: correlating to team success. He was out there. They were winning. Exactly. He's not out there. They were struggling massively. And I still think that Vucevic, um, I still think Vuce at the centre position, I really don't like that. I think they need to look into that. I don't think he's a good match for them. Um, Yeah, just inside the seven, I think just on top tier talent alone triple t's I think um they'll scrape in but far out they'd want to get on on top of some of their injury concerns because particularly that Lonzo um consistent injury it doesn't bode well for them long term I agree I think that lo- that Lonzo point
1: is probably going to be the defining factor for their season for myself I've got them eighth um, I don't think it's realistic to think that DeMar DeRozan is going to be in that MVP talk again. I don't think no. there's any feasible way of him being as clutch as he was last season because that was just beyond the joke what he was achieving. Like back to back buzzer beating game winners on a you know back to back nights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pat Williams, I think, is going to be huge. One of my kind of hidden gems. He was the other week. Um, Vooch as well. Last year from three, he went he went thirty one and a half percent, which is it all. Which isn't good enough. When he was no. his last season with the Magic, he was forty point six percent. Now, for them to be a threat, they need him to be able to stretch the floor, open up the lane for DeMar to get in, mm-hmm. mid-range, attack the rim. Likewise, Levine with his explosiveness to attack the rim. Um, so I think a lot's gonna be reliant on Williams. A lot's gonna be reliant on Lonzo coming back and hopefully healthy. And Vooch being able to stretch the floor. Yeah. So mm. for me, I've got them eight.
2: Like it's not much more else for me to say. I hope Lonzo can stay healthy or at least get healthy, Christ. But like when he played last year, he was tw- they were twenty three and thirteen with him, and then twenty three and twenty four without him. Mm. Um, so that's that's th- those numbers um, speak speak words, you know. They do speak words. They do speak words. They speak,
1: speak volumes. Yes. Volume. <laughs> hey, it's like um, riding a bike, isn't
2: it? You uh, love it. We're back I, into it. I think um, for them to truly succeed and, and look to succeed, they need their whole squad together, and it's not yet. I reckon they'll make the eight. I reckon they'll make be eighth seed. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but that's probably their ceiling.
1: The ceiling doesn't certainly doesn't look as high as what it did at the start of last season. Um, mm. So, yes, uh, shout out to our man, Apex. I hope for your sake, mate, that the Bulls can do a little bit. Um, I know it held high hopes, and especially throughout the first couple of months of last season. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that those same expectations should be in place this season. Mm, mm-hmm. A team with a lot of expectations. I think everybody's new token team, I know for myself, they certainly are. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, what a phenomenal rise, what a phenomenal story it was for them last season. It really encaptured the hearts of NBA fans around the world,
0: mm, Yeah, as well sure. as in
1: the Daily Dribble headquarters here. I've got the Cavs, I've got them predicted for sixth this season. Um, I think the signing of Donovan Mitchell was tremendous. I think it Mm -hmm. not only elevates their production on court, I think it elevates their actual profile within the league. In terms of the actual wins that it will gain, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's probably as many as what people think. Um, I think they were going to be really good as it was. Adding Mitchell has certainly had a couple of wins, but I don't think it's going to elevate them into that top tier of of teams within the East. Um, I'm excited to see, again, likewise with Dejounte Murray complimenting Trey Young there, what Mm -hmm. Mitchell is able to do for Garland. Again, he was a player last season who was that focal point, who had to create not only for himself but everyone around him. Um, So I'm keen to see how that plays out. I love their second unit. Kevin Love, Levert, Rubio, hopefully coming back healthy, who Mm. was a revelation last season. Mm, He was. A lot to like there. And for me, Evan Mobley's the big piece there. Like, they're they're two defensive stalwarts in Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Mm -hmm. Um, Having those two big rim protectors is huge. Their outside defense, I think, is going to be pretty sketchy. Garland's not a great defender. Mitchell's not a good defender. Mm -hmm. And is not the best either. So at the rim, they're going to be tremendous. Outside is a little bit concerning. That's certainly been my main concern. Mm. Uh, but I think Mobley is a star. Certainly another candidate if Allen doesn't take too many votes for possibly Defensive Player of the Year. i was about and, to mention. Yeah, um, I've got <laughs> them sixth, but I think they're a real team that could possibly make a bit of a push for home court advantage. Mm. But tell you what, I'm all aboard. Like if the Lakers flame out this season, whatever happens with them. I'm all aboard the
0: Cavs train. I'm hey, am I getting the contract out again,
1: Nick? Ah. Well, you might have to, mate. I tell you what, I, it mate. won't be a long-term deal. It'll probably <laughs> just be a season-long line. Yep. Um, but I'm certainly happy to put pen to paper if need be. I'm not afraid to sign some yep. autographs.
0: Yep, good. Um, I've got the Cleveland Cavaliers at fifth. I think they're taking leaps and bounds this year. I think that Donovan Mitchell... Um that Donovan Mitchell acquisition obviously helps as it is. As you were saying, Nick, I think they were probably going to improve regardless of if they um, acquired Mitchell or not. I look at some of their other players, like Evan Mobley, he's a guy who I think will be in probably a few years' time one of the most solid big men in the league. And it's crazy to think that he's only coming into his second season. Mm-hmm. Last year, he looked like he'd, he's a veteran of the league. He's been, he looked like he'd been there and done that. Fun question, yeah. fun
1: question, real, real quickly for you guys. Now, I saw this point the other day. Although it's only a year on, if you were to do a a redraft of mm-hmm. last year's
0: draft class,
1: would Kate still go number one
0: over Mobley, over Mobley, over Barnes? Um, for mine, yes, I think Kate Cunningham's going to be an absolute superstar. In saying that, it's a diff- It's not an easy question. I think they're very tight. Yeah. Um, I the reason you the fact that you've asked this question makes me think that you might have mobley <laughs> over cunningham
1: uh no not no? a minute i think i think cade's upside is higher yeah but i think mobley's probably got
0: Consistency. A, a, a
1: higher floor so i think if mm, cade yeah, really yep. falters he could go like really falter um but i think mobley's probably more of that in
0: between, like, yeah, I'm with you. I think they're knocking on the door of top four, about five. I love their mix of um, young stars and oh. I guess older, more experienced heads like K Love, as mm. an example, and Rubio as well, who That's- seems to have found another wind. Good is it bringing those players off the bench? Unreal. <laughs> oh, have they got one of the better, I guess. Depth players it's like Dean it, Wade, Chetty Osman as well. Yeah, Dean as Wade, we, like the D Wade.
1: wade got a contract extension. Well done, yes. big fella.
0: Yep, good work.
1: Good. I, I'm really excited for this team, Lee. How do you see them play now? I'm probably more excited than you guys are because I have them at third. This Jesus, year. yeah.
2: jump. I, I think this is the year that they're turning heads. Um, there's not much more I can say. I love Evan Mobley. God, I love him. Like Rose said, he looked like he'd been in the year, in the league for about. Three, four, five years, um, and it was his first season. Mm. Um, Built like a brick. Mm-hmm. Built like a brick. There we go. Just, What's
1: happened to that? Computer just gone. Play? Oh, oh, laptop here. This doesn't look, doesn't look good. <laughs> That's troubling signs. Uh oh. Oh dear. Oh dear. We are oh. back. We're still functioning. We're we're back. Yep. Oh, blood, that was my rock. heart dropped God out the backside. I tell you what, right. like there's a little bit of lag there, but that'll pull through in a minute. Isn't that horrible? Like computer troubles for anyone who's ever done any recording work, ever done a podcast, yep. anything of the kind, the computer, the technical difficulties are the things that will make you pull your hair out. <laughs> that was that was the heart and mouth moment there. Yeah, tear, yeah, absolute tears if that uh, uh, got lost. To kickstart season four, that would have been just tear inducing. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lee, well, sorry, you were saying you well, were you very high. There,
2: there wasn't much more um, for, for me to say with that lag, but let's segue into the Detroit Pistons. All
1: right, mate, while I'll you're go, on,
2: what have you go got? Go back to back. I've them at uh, 11th yep. this year. I think they're almost finishing, uh, they've almost finished their rebuilding phase. Um, I just don't think it's been, uh, quite finished yet. Mm. Um, but I think, God, they're
1: setting themselves up for major success. Do they kind of feel similar to how the Cavs felt last season? Yeah. In that team yeah, that's yeah. building that could. In a world, like, so you've got 11, mm-hmm. I've gone 12, but you could see possibly a way in which they kind of perform like a Akavis mm. did last season. Yeah, I think that, that acquisition of Bogdanovich. It's the one, isn't it? That mm. is huge. Mm. They gave up Saban Lee and Kelly O'Linick, two guys who probably weren't going to get game time, mm. for, an, for a guy who's got experience to help guide this younger team, who's able to hit a three ball um, and gave up Jack all. Yep. Yeah, that's starting five. You look at it. Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, the rook there coming in. Sadiq Bay, who to the end of the season pretty much had a 50 point game. Bogdanovich and Marvin Bagley, who was the third overall pick mm. a couple of seasons ago, mm. if we've forgotten by now, which would be understandable. Mm. Um, their rebuild is coming along in leaps and bounds. I think, as we started to see last season, Cade Cunningham, he is a stud. Yeah, he is an already. absolute mm. star. Um, I think they're maybe a year or two away from being a playoff threat. Yeah. But I really like what's building, and I think they're certainly a team to keep an eye out for. Things are happening in Motor City once again. Absolutely. Motor City. In about time. Motor City, Lee. <laughs> Lee's get me- that contract out. Lee's got the mechanics no, kit the- on. Oh, mate, you, you could very well be slutting right in there, working on the, uh, working on the automobiles there, mate.
0: <laughs> working on y- the You five. and Kay
1: Cunningham just handing <laughs> each other sockets and wrenches and whatnot. <laughs> I love it. What about uh, Killian Hayes? Where's the Oh, uh, uh, Do we bust, touch on him? Bust. Yeah, Bust. Uh, already? And you see, I. God damn it, I had this guy as my Rookie of the Year a couple of seasons ago. That years was embarrassing. The, the, French, the French prodigy. What a flop he's been. Really sad to see because I loved his game. I loved his skill set. Um, certainly hope he can turn it around. He's still young enough to do so. Mm. But for my eyes, just the young players they've got coming through,
0: they're going to invest a lot more time into them. Yeah. Yep. So I've got them 12th. Um, I've got them 12th as well, Nick. Um, yeah, very similar to what you guys have said. I'm just really loving the gradual improvement from the Detroit Pistons. And I'm loving the fact that, yes, they committed to a rebuild. But on the way back up, they're starting to recruit some of these guys who will no doubt help them in their um, progression progression back up the standings. So Bogdanovich is a guy who, when they picked him up over the offseason, it was sort of like a light bulb moment where, when I thought, the, the people who are running this franchise know what they're doing. They, they know the type of players yeah. um that they need to recruit to sort of show you because he's been on the Utah Jazz, which is a team, although they've failed in the playoffs, they've been a team who have been successful in, in the West over the last few years. And I think... Did they get unders? Like, we
1: might speak about it mm. on next week's show that will be happening in about an hour's time yes. um, about the Jazz. But did they get unders for Bogdanovich? They... they- for my eyes, they certainly could have got better for that. Absolutely and Kelly Olinick. That can't be when I saw it, I thought there must be a mistake or is there some draft assets attached? Yeah. That,
0: that's that's garbage. garbage. olinick is almost a almost a negative. Doesn't even to no. a real Bro, basketball pony,
1: player. Oh,
2: give him a break. He, he it was was um was Kelly O'Linick the one that
0: went to his
1: wedding in a snapback? What?
0: Probably. He seems like that kind of cat. He? Like, I think he did it. Who went I'll, to, check, who I'll check. Who went to who we went to a wedding in a snapback? That's criminal. If Kelly went to his wedding in a snapback, it would not surprise right. me People whatsoever. People have been locked up for
1: less. <laughs> that's disgusting. Do you yeah.
0: know, you are mentioning, um just quickly, Jaden Ivey, but also Jalen Duran, I think, J- is J- a guy Durant, who... Duran Duran. Duran Duran. So good, you have to say it twice. Oh, oh we're just looking at a picture of Kelly Olenek in a snapback. Yeah. Oh, that is a wedding. That's- not only a okay. snapback the ring of death. Ring oh, of we we're, we're, we're back. back. We're back. Boys are back. Okay. Boys
1: are back. Um, Audio we... listeners are in for a treat here. No, you're you're missing the full picture. Yes. Yep. Um, but, yeah, let's, as Lee said before, with that little interruption, segue <laughs> into the Indiana Pacers. Who wants to kick us off here? You go, Nick. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not, here, here we go. Here's a little take for you. I think they might be the best 15th seed ever yeah. Good one. in the NBA.
0: Yeah. I've, so? got,
1: I've got them predicted 15th. I think they're going to be bad, and that's perfectly fine. Mm. I'm absolutely stoked. I, I know you and I mentioned it a bit, right? Mm. If you're going to be shit, commit to it.
0: Commit to it. Commit
1: to it. There's no point wallowing in mediocrity. There we go. It's back.
0: We're, looking we're
1: back. we back. <laughs> Sacramento are the epitome of that. Mm. But Indiana, I think it's still really competent. Um, building around Halliburton now is the cornerstone. I think... You know, if they get the draft lottery balls to fall right, they're really in a good position, poised for possibly acquiring Victor Wembanyama, mm. if not Scoot Henderson as well. Two players who are touted as Scoot. Did you Scoot, say Scoot, Scoot Henderson? He, him, and Wembanyama are going to go top two. Is it? Um, that's a, <laughs> what's
2: that? It's Wembanyama, isn't it? Wembanyama. It's well, a mouth. Wembanyama
1: sounds yeah. better, doesn't it? it flows better. No, no, but you know, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, yep. Um, I think though it's going to be a bit of a year and. As I said, they're going to be crap. They're going to see what they've got in Matherin. Is Duarte a piece that they move forward with in this rebuild? Who knows? Um, I think the big key and the big point that they should focus on this season is ironing out what happened with Miles Turner now. Mm. He's 26 years old. Mm, it mm. feels like he's been around forever. It really truly does. does. Yep. Um, he's been in, been in trade speculation for the last couple of seasons. It, it looked as if he was going. Then they moved on from Sabonis and kept him. Mm. Um, I think the year is focused on what happens with him. Mm, mm. Um, still got Buddy Hield over there. They're, they're going to be decent. They're going to put up a fight every night. I love Halliburton. I think he's great. I'm yeah. super, super high on him. Um, but they're going to suck. Mm. They're going to suck and that's fine. So for me, there, there's my take for, for the Eastern Conference. The Indiana Pacers are going to be the best 15th seed ever in NBA history. Quote that. Clip that. There we go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, look, um, I, I've got them at thirteenth. Um, I'm with you in saying that Torres Halliburton is one of these guys who you just love carrying your fa- franchise. I cannot believe Sacramento were willing to let him go, particularly when he wanted to stay. I think this year bodes well for the Indiana in terms of stability. Great word, bodes, I think, just it is, quickly. Yeah. Great word, I like it. Yeah, bring it out in the dictionary more often, I reckon. But um, I think that. Stability bodes very well for the Indiana Pacers this year. I think last year was a bit all over the place. Sabonis leaving, I guess Brogdon left at the end, and Miles Turner was always in trade talks. And I think you never really know where your season's at when your core players... Are, TJ's
1: gone now as well. TJ's gone as
0: well. Yeah, he's another one. So S-
1: Such a shame, just quickly, yeah, yep. that we never got to see... I was so, oh. so high on that starting five. You look at Sabonis, Turner, Brogdon, TJ... No, we didn't and Who's, to who's see the one it? I'm forgetting? Uh, who's the other? Who Broken, are you forgetting? TJ, Turner, Sabonis, and Levert. Levert's the other. Oh one. yeah, Caris. Yes. That starting five together because I was super high on that and
0: we never got to see it. But not only that, Bubble TJ oh, back bubble, with that. Bubble it. TJ, yeah, bubble didn't TJ. end up getting to see it. But yeah. yeah,
1: unbelievable if the Brooklyn Nets get Bubble TJ back. <sighs> him and him and Bubble Mitchell, two of the greatest players in NBA history, duking it out. That's Bubble now.
0: Right? Yeah, Bubble. <sighs> Bring back the bubble. Yeah, yeah, that, that was elite basketball. I've got them at 13th. Late. I've got them 15th. Not much more else to say. I think,
2: yeah, I love how Halliburton's taken the reins to lead this team. I, I see it very similar, and they might even be replicating the OKC Thunder and what they did with Shea, Gildress um, Alexander, once CP3 left. I see them in, in a very similar light.
1: as As in just... As complete in, rebuild. Complete from rebuild the giving
2: the reins to such a young player and letting him lead and develop while doing so. Um but yeah, yeah they'll be tanking for wombanyama. <laughs> Wumbanyama.
0: Wumbanyama, that sounds like a woom- lion king song.
2: Woom- Benny. Uh, it's not Benny. That's no, all when I know. Ben-Yama. Wem wembunyama. you
0: you can't say wom.
2: when <laughs> You
0: can't say wo- oh. it, can what you mean? can you imagine how much trouble we're going to have leading up to the draft <laughs> oh, and next because, season uh, pronouncing it? It's, it's, it's Wembenyama. I think.
1: It's, it's horrible. I've only just been able to start to pronounce Ante, uh, Giannis uh <laughs> What is now, now, now in my head? I can do Yeah, I've got yeah. it. Like you know, it took me years to get that. Yeah, so now having another not. name like that. You know what
2: I hate? Every year, and we're hearing it with Wembenyama as well, mm-hmm. that – Every year we have we have people <laughs> saying this is the the greatest um, draft player since LeBron James. Do we not? They didn't, they didn't say that last year? No
1: they, they didn't say uh, who who was the number. They didn't say it this year. Who was it? Bencher. Ben oh yeah, not this they year. They didn't say
0: it with Cade, and not that year. But every year before, every yeah, year I, before, I think this year is warranted. I think, I think this, year, this year, well, year it's but
1: warranted. you look at Zion the year before that, warranted. Yeah. Um. Uh, who who went number one? Uh, they went eight in
0: the year before, but Doncic mm. should have. I completely understand uh, where Lee's coming from, because, that, yeah, because they do say that. But and this it loses year,
1: it, it loses its impact. This year is a
0: different story.
1: He's a freak. Yeah. I know. Granted, we saw shit go down for the entire season, which is a travesty. It is with these big thin bodies, but he's he's a freak. He's mm. got an outside stroke. He, like he doesn't even have to jump to dunk. No, unbelievable. So looking it's unfair, forward to seeing him. Uh, Roe, the Miami Heat, what's I, happening down in Florida? What's happening down
0: in South Beach? Um, I've got them at about six this year, so a bit lower than where they've finished the last few years. But I think losing well, a guy like PJ Tucker, who is a guy who has been there and done that, and I know over the last few years we've used that term, but it is really key for mine in terms of having a legitimate crack at the championship. Their core players are getting another year older. We look at Cole yes. Lower, we look at Jimmy Butler, no so Does doubt. he
1: look older though?
0: Jim's shaved
1: shaved off the beard. Okay. He, look, he looks ten years younger. Shave off. Let's blocks.
0: talk about Jimmy Butler just quickly. Work hard, man. Is there any correlation with where the Miami Heat might finish this year and what Jimmy's decided to to do with the top of his head? Can we? I, think I, don't, so. I
2: don't think we've got a verdict on what we all think. I absolutely despise it. I yeah. hate it. Yeah,
0: I don't like it. No. I like no. short hair, yeah. Jimmy. He looks like old-school Kenneth Farid. He's, yeah, he's got a weave. Yeah. Um, um, Jimmy. But
1: it, is it crazy to forget this team finished first? Yeah. Last year?
0: This is the thing. And you've got them down to sixth. I've got them down to sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's teams around them who are rapidly improving, and I think their team is a team who – uh, their core players are guys who have been in the league for a while and another year – is probably not going to bode well for them losing PJ Tucker. I think, mate, that's you're, you're, significant. On, you're on
1: dollar da, jar
0: duty at the minute. What have I said? Bode.
1: You're you're on no. bode's
0: the bode's the word bode. of the episode. <laughs>
1: you're you're on the uh, you're on the jars <laughs> with me, mate. In
0: saying that Tyler Hero. I think he's going back to back in six man of the year. Yeah,
1: I think it's hard to see a world in which he doesn't. It yeah, me too. That guy's yeah. going to get a free license to do whatever the hell he wants, which is granted, mm. um, especially for me. And I said this a couple of weeks ago. When I did, I might have been, must have been last week's show, and I gave my awards predictions. Mm. As Jimmy gets a bit older, as Larry gets a bit older, they're going to be good. I've got them finishing fifth, mm. yep. um, but they'll probably look to rest those guys possibly at points throughout the season, yeah. preserve them, which is going to enable more game time for Hero. Mm. And mm. like I, I just think with the stats he puts up, there's no way in which anyone can come close. So sixth man of the year for me. Likewise, I think Bam is a pretty solid pick for DPOY. You had him as your DPOY, Nick. I did Um, indeed. So, you reckon he'll take those leaps to be... I I think it's just going to be the fact that he's... It's kind of like Simmons, uh, Ben Simmons with the nets there. He's going to have to anchor it. Yeah. It's going to... No one else really, now that they've lost PJ Tucker, and especially, as I said, with Jimmy and Larry getting older, are going to want to play deep. So he's going to have to anchor it. If he can somehow wheel them to a top five defense still... He's going to be right there. Um, you know, losing PJ Tucker sucks. Um, but hopefully it will enable more hidden gems. We saw Gabe Vincent, Omar mm. um, those type of blokes last year continue to just to ball out as pretty much unknown quantities. Um, if they can continue to get that production from those guys, they'll, they'll still be in and around the mark. But I think I I agree with the point. I think other teams mm. around them have just gotten better. And yeah. I think they've plateaued a little bit. So that, that's where I see the, uh, the Heat fifth.
0: Just Lee. before Lee no. goes, I think a team like the Heat will always be contending when they have as proficient as a coach as Eric Spolstra. No. I think he's in the top handful of coaches around the league. Yeah, Regardless of these guys getting older, they're still going to be in and around the mark. Yes, we have them a bit lower than previous years, but that's to be expected when you know your core group of players have t- taken another year off their the span of their career and you've lost a, a, a veteran and a defensive anchor. So, you know, it's to be expected. Lee. Lee, what have you got for the Heat? I have him fifth as well. Um, yep. I, think, I think ever since
2: uh, Kyle Lowry left the, um, left the Raptors, he hasn't been dog poo, but he definitely oh. hasn't been the same player that he was. <laughs> I hope was. not.
1: Struggled with injury a bit, granted. Struggled with injury,
2: and he had that culture. <laughs> he, he really was. When you thought of the Raptors, you thought of Kyle Lowry, at least yep. I did. Yep. Like you said, PJ Tucker would prove it was a massive loss, I think.
1: Arguably the greatest Raptor. In franchise history, Cole Lowry, yeah, yes, yep,
2: yeah, I agree, mm. yep, I think so. Mm. Um, but I think they'll be expecting big things from Jimmy Butler, which I think he's a dog. He has the he has the ability to, you know, have a similar season to last season, which was outstanding. Keep
1: smashing out the uh, the uh, rearview windows, uh, mirror, <laughs> and you'll be
0: right. Something that you never lose if you're Jimmy Butler is the competitive edge yeah. that he has, oh. and as his body starts to deteriorate as he gets older, like Westbrook like Westbrook, you'll still have that same mentality and that bodes very well. Oh, quit it, man. You're <laughs> going to have a big bill at the end of this. Yep. Lads, we've got six teams
1: to go. There's a good chance I may well piss my pants by <laughs> <you> anyway. So <laughs> let's press on here, Lee. The New York Knicks, what have you got for me, mate? <laughs> New York Knicks, oh, I strong, have. Need <laughs> to, you know, that's just quickly, you hear the stories of, um, I, don't, oh, I don't want this to sound racist. It's, don't it's, say it uh, then. Don't, don't take it as racist. Then. But you see... Um, you know, videos of the, uh, of the slot machines and the Asians have the little pee bag down their leg, so they don't have to leave their machine. Oh, you're kidding. I have not seen that, but could, I'd hate to see it. Could well be the case Perhaps next week imagine. where I have to set up a little pee bag. You, know, you, just, <laughs> you just see me relieving myself here. Just oh. a pure look of euphoria crossing my face. Who changes the pee bag? What do they do? They, I reckon- Is it, what do you mean? It's their pee bag. Yeah, I, I've seen. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I've a seen it. I've seen the show. Yeah, okay. Oh, so someone comes in and changes it. You couldn't pay me enough to do that job.
2: <laughs> Why do you need to add Asian Nick? Well,
1: that well, that's the way
2: it is. Okay, doesn't matter. I've I'm not ni-
1: racist if it's the truth. I've Nicks. <laughs> oh, this is good, that's dangerous territory. <laughs> oh.
0: I don't think we have a big Asian following. In fairness, but shout out to all of our we love Asian all. community. Anyway. All Knicks, Knicks at
2: 10th. Um, I think Brunson will definitely add some um, offensive input. Um, hopefully, RJ Barrett can improve. I saw signs last year. Disappointed um, if
1: he made this big signing? If you're I finishing 10th? You oh, hey. If, if, are you like and I'll get- Disappointed in if, RJ if, Barrett? If, no, no, no. If you're signing Brunson, you're the Knicks. Uh, Miss, missed out on Mitchell, which is disgusting. They should have mm-hmm. got him. Every mm-hmm. sign was pointing that way. Yeah. Just give up the assets. Um, but if you're signing Brunson... And the way you were at a couple of seasons ago, are you disappointed to be finishing tenth? If you're a Knicks fan, but that's it.
2: That's where I expect them yeah. to finish. Yeah. You know? no, I'm just
1: asking the question. You yeah. would be disappointed
2: <laughs> if you... you're Stephen A. You're, you're very oh, disappointed. Steve. He's down yeah. in the dumps, isn't he? Um, I'd also love uh, Julius Randle to, to regain some of that confidence. It seems like ever since ever since that, but um, not too much. No, no, you don't... Just not Not too much where he just goes hero ball. Ever <laughs> since that uh, that playoff uh, series loss to the Hawks, that yeah. just shut him down completely. So just to gain
1: that a bit more the point, yeah. That was the turning point, wasn't it? That was the turning point because it went off the back of that into last yeah. season and it was... That that drop off was huge, it was massive. He didn't look like the same player at all. So tense. You see them th- being in the plane. Do you see them being a threat in the plane no, at all? No, they'll grab
0: the playing spot, and that's that's yeah, um, as far as that. They'll up, give yeah. Knicks fans just enough hope, and then they'll rip it out yeah. from beyond. But um, sucks because you love to see that. We always say this, but you love to see the Knicks win. win. But
1: I, I, honestly, at a moment not just for myself, but for basketball fans. Beating on op- their opening night against the Celtics last season, <laughs> Bing Bong. Being Like one of the most viral moments in NBA history, the Knicks were rolling top of the mm. Eastern Conference and it just took a nosedive from yeah. there. Um so part of we, history. We, we love seeing them
0: be good. Mm, absolutely.
1: So, uh Roe, so Lee had them 10th. Roe, what did you have there? I'm
0: with Lee. I have them 10th as well. Yeah. Um J- Jalen Brunson, I have him down for most improved this year. I think with the amount that they're paying him, he has almost no choice but to be the leading guy on this team. I don't think they're paying him that much to be third string. What, I don't even think he, they're paying him that, 104 year? I don't think that. Yeah, they're paying him an absolute bag and a half. I don't think they're paying him enough to be second string. I think he's going in there with the – they have the intention in my mind of him being the guy to go to on offense. Um, what, scoring? Huh? Wait, what What do you mean? Just their leader. Their leader more than anything. You reckon? Yeah, I well, do. Are you are looking at
1: Barrett. Barrett's no. the guy. Barrett's the guy. He'll he'll play second and facilitate, I reckon. But Barrett
0: is the guy.
1: Okay. But
0: you, do you honestly think that they're paying him that much and expecting him to take a back seat? Oh Yeah. No, yep. I don't. I, I, agree, I, I agree with him. Okay. If he's
1: if he's getting like 20, 25 million roughly a season, that's good second. And they've locked him up for a couple of seasons. That's good second string mm, money. Yeah. Barrett's, I reckon, the face of that franchise. They're gonna hammer him. Um, and hopefully, I think from my eyes, with by having like a pass-first kind of guard there mm. in Brunson, it'll enable Barrett just to, just to flourish as, as an out-and-out scorer.
0: I, I might just touch on Barrett. Um Please. Because I, I do disagree with who will be the face of the franchise, but I agree in terms of R.J. Barrett will take leaps and bounds again this season. Great question for the week, I reckon, for the polls. Yep. Who is the face of the New York Knicks? Is it Brunson? Is it Barrett? Or is it
1: Randall? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely or not. is Evan Fournier still <laughs> there? <laughs> yeah, if anyone, uh, things are in absolute disarray if anyone clicks that.
0: <laughs> they are. No, I think another disappointing season overall for the Knicks.
1: Um, I, I likewise, I've got them 11th. I don't think the acquisition of Brunson is going to be as big as what people think it is. Like, just off the back of what we just said, I I certainly think Barrett is the guy. They started to push him more last season. And I think just with having a facilitator in Brunson to enable Barrett to open up more as a scorer. Mm. Uh, for me, I think a big, 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 big lot of responsibility is going to be placed on these younger players quickly. Mm. Reddish, who could be, you know probably maybe missing out on game time because they're quite a deep Mm, team. team. They're not a high-quality depth team, but they are quite deep. Tom Thibodeau Um, hates Cameron. Yeah, he's He's not getting game time. He he, he (laughs) mucked up there. Um, But you look at Obi Topin as well, Quentin Grimes, Jericho Sims. They do have names there, Mm -hmm. um, but who's going to step up and actually get a a good amount of minutes Mm -hmm. um, in this rotation? It's a valid question. For me, I, I just don't think they're there. It's certainly been a fall from grace. Mm. I won't spend too much longer on the Knicks. I'll push your head to the Orlando mm. Magic. You've forgotten Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Shit, I did too. We've forgotten potentially the, the favourites uh, for said, the championship uh, this see, year. It
2: should have been before
1: New York. Mines, I didn't say mines mines anything. on the urinal. But... Yeah, you would speak up, mate. We're not going to buy it. No, but I thought you just want to talk about the Knicks. No, push yeah, let's go the Bucks then. What I have did you speak got?
2: Up. I've got them first, rightfully so. I think I'm glad we have oh, covered I've them. Chop the
1: ball there, haven't
2: we? <laughs> the first words oh, I spoke of it. the first words <laughs> I spoke of Giannis when we started this podcast was he is an unstoppable force, and that yeah. hasn't changed. That I'd, I'd use the exact same words to describe him today. He's an absolute juggernaut, nearly took down the Celtics single-handedly. Um, last year in that mm. playoff series, went to seven games, didn't make it because Middleton wasn't there. He's back now. What I would love from Middleton is some consistency, as we always say. That would be the absolute game changer for Where the Where does Bucks. the
1: Ferris wheel get stuck at? The top or the bottom? That's
2: it. Um, oh, that, yeah. they, they've got the best player in the world on their team, in my eyes, and I yep. think they are the best team in the East and mm. potentially in the league.
1: First. I've got them second. Okay. Um, I think their top-tier talent, that big three, Giannis, Middleton and Drew is phenomenal. And likewise, I think... I just realised who like, your first is. Unless you've said it already. Have you? No. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's back uh, on the train. Hold on. <laughs> Joe, Joe. <laughs> um, i I think I, I've got to agree with you. I think Giannis is the best player in the world at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's scary to think he... What is he, 27? It's oh, just disgusting it. to think what he's achieved and what he's going to continue to achieve. I know, especially while you guys were away, I don't know how much you, Did you tune into the show a bit? A little bit. TikTok. I watched. I listened every
0: week, Nick. Did you? Yeah. Did you actually? Yeah, I legitimately did. did I didn't every week. You have to support the
1: show. Hey, so. yeah. Well, a <laughs> big plan. point I made was a, was a lot off, off the back of the finals is the fact Steph Curry, that top 10, and we spoke yep. about it as well. I think when it's all said and done, Giannis is a player as well, and that top 10 players of all time, like if you, I won't go into it too much because I know we're nearly an hour into the piece, and it's
0: a deep hole as it is. It's
1: holy shit! Mm. Like you look at what he's achieved so far, mm. and the scope of what he could achieve over the next eight, nine, ten years yeah. is incredible. Um, I think him losing with Greece at the Euro basket there will have only made him hungrier, which is a scary thought. Mm. Uh, they just need to make sure going into the playoffs they don't have any injuries, as as you said. I think had Chris Middleton have been there, they, they beat the Celtics, yeah. potentially win the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon seeing them against the Warriors would have been a fantastic, fantastic matchup. Um, I think, you know, I, to be honest, I think that's the difference between them winning and losing health. Uh-huh. I think that's the only thing that can derail them. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited. I think having a healthy Brook Lopez back will be huge. Enabling that energy guy, Bobby Portis, off the bench. Fantastic. Mm. Really excited about the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Got them second. I've got them first. I won't touch on them too much. I legitimately see this season as being Giannis MVP, Giannis Depoy, I did see that in your
1: post you put up. If you haven't already following our socials, check them out. Instagram, (laughs) Facebook, YouTube,
0: Twitter, and TikTok. Very well done on your post there. Thanks, I did mate. See that. Thanks, mate. Comprehensive as well. Um, I Yeah, I see him getting the double and I see the Milwaukee Bucks winning the championship this year. I think they're just going to have that great of a season. I think it's going to be anchored on the back of the great man, the Greek freak.
1: So you're, you're just quickly your reasoning there. What is your reasoning for MVP?
0: The reason, I, I just think he is legitimately the most dominant force that we've had in the league in some while. And I think, and do you the, think that voter fatigue's gone
1: now? Because we, he won the back to back. Now, yeah, has done done. Do you I, think now he's yeah, like it's gone?
0: I took that into account as well because it's a good point. Because there is legitimate voter fatigue with the MVP. LeBron race would have and, won ten, yeah, probably. Exactly right. And I think he's been out of the limelight for long enough yep. um, to have a legitimate um, go at it again. And I think he will. I, I'm with you. I'm mm. I, like I, I put Luca. But I, I I think, like,
1: he, he, even last year, his stats, unbelievable. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous to think what this guy does. And he's only getting better. His outside shot's getting better. His willingness to step up in the clutch at the free mm-hmm. throw line. Yep. Scary. Uh, very exciting. Is three ball getting better? Oh, it is. Slightly, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. And he's more willing. And mm. it, it adds that element. Like, they, they've got to defend him on the perimeter now. So yeah, true, um, true. I'll go ahead with the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. I've got them predicted for 13th. Uh, it's all, it's going to be all about the number one pick Palo Banchero. I've been, what have I been? Palo Banchero? I've been putting a bit of flavor on it, what but it's Benchero. Uh, it's a great mm-hmm. name.
0: Um, Benchero.
1: he's a walking bucket, I think. And I think that's what the franchise needed. A guy who's an out and out scorer, love yep. his confidence. Um, I think rookie of the year, as I said last week, I think sometimes the number one pick is the number one pick for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's it. Um, for them, the questions that remain to be answered are who's going to be their starting point guard? Do they go Fultz? Do they go Cole Anthony? Um, how does that all play out? Uh, for me, I hope that Jonathan Isaac comes back. Now, it's oh, been yeah. it's been 26 months, over two years since we France. saw him, and I love this guy. Yeah. I love him as a two-way player. I think defensively, when he comes back as a DPOY candidate, no worries. Um, his athleticism prior to the injury was unparalleled, um, his overall game is so well-rounded. So I hope he comes back healthy. Um, if he comes back and fires, if Benchero is elite, they could push for a plain spot. Mm, mm-hmm. But I think they might need a little bit too much to go in their favour for that to happen. So I've got them 13th. I've got them 14th. I think they um, – I've got them – I say 14th, but I think they could be the... – oh, Just quickly, I'm trying to put two and two together. You're number 15th team. Yeah. I don't think you've said it yet. I think I know who it is. I have said it as the Pacers. Oh, it was no, okay. sorry, don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think they'll go
2: fourteenth, but I think they have the ability and they could be somewhat underdogs and maybe even go for that um thirteenth, twelfth, maybe eleventh spot, just because they've got serviceable play- serviceable players one through five mm. in that starting lineup, um, and then they uh, they're young, young. they're built, young, they're built hungry. for the future, aren't they? A lot of energy. I can see it. They're kind of like the Grizzlies, but without as much talent. Grizzlies you know?
1: light version. Grizzlies <laughs> yeah, light yeah. version. The, uh, the yes. free version as opposed to the 99 cent
0: version. Yeah. The one um, with all the ads. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. Franz Wagner, I had no clue he was going to perform the way he did after he got drafted by the Orlando Magic. He was good. Add Ben into to the mix. Um, yeah, not this year, but in a couple, three,
0: four, maybe even years they'll be looking scary they'll be rising won't they um I sort of see them I I have them at 15th I see them as in a similar vein as I did to Detroit last year I think they're a team who will no doubt take leaps and bounds and I think the addition of Banchero will be enormous for them long term I just think this year I think there's still a lot of adjustment period I think they're a very young team who probably haven't worked out quite what they're is going forward, yep. even though I think Banchero is a big part of that plan. It's like last year with Detroit when Cade Cunningham obviously took the reins yeah, and just pace. ran with it. Yeah. But they were still down towards the bottom of the standings. So, and I think that that'll probably be what happens with Orlando. I'd like them to have a bit more of a plan going forward, and hopefully, we can sort of start to see that plan being unveiled this year. So,
1: I'm just bringing in all the movie and uh, song references and everything on it, this episode. As no, j- no, say, John Farnham, please. No, not today. As soon as Good. he said. They're rising. I just couldn't help but flick to 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 Batman, the the Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> the smoke Raiders. Just a bit of bone yes. spec there, unbelievable.
0: I said it you all. seen
1: it?
2: Have I seen it? Yes, I've seen yeah, it, good. but like very, very left out of left field. Okay? That's
1: what season four is all about. We're taking it right out of the field. <laughs> it was so left field, wasn't it? But if I was, I was just saying, saying- and I, I was sitting there as you were talking to it because you, you gave your piece, I was just sitting there smiling. I was like, You had
0: the monologue in your head already. I was there, ready to go.
2: Imagine if we just said everything on our heads. Imagine how long the pod would go
0: for. I reckon it's going to be one of those seasons. Something tells me it's going to be one of those seasons. Too.
2: I'm here for it. I love
1: it. Me too.
0: Okay,
2: well, is this where I'm getting surprised, Nick? Is this where I, I think can. You're I'll going? go, I'll go.
1: Here, yeah, please. Um, now, for anyone who's a long time listener of the show, there's no way, there's no way we are going in the Philadelphia 76ers. I've got them as (laughs) shit, damn it. I'm back again. I'm a sucker of pain. I've got them as my number one seed. Oh, damn. So, as I said, for any long time listeners, you'll know that, um, not last season, but the last couple of seasons prior, I had them as my number one seed gone into the season, very very high on them, and they have, <laughs> as with the Jazz in the Western Conference, done nothing but disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, honestly, I love pain. I'm a sucker for it. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm just here for it. I think they're essentially Houston Rockets 2.0. Uh, we're getting a full look, a full season of Jimmy Harden, who mm-hmm. who took a contract uh, pay cut there. They've been able to add additions to the roster. They added De'Anthony Melton, who I think's huge. Mm-hmm. Montres Harrell comes into the fold. Um, Daniel House there from, from the Jazz. Yep. Um, they, as I said, they've essentially brought back the Rockets squad from 2016, 2017. PJ Tucker. Uh, PJ Tucker as well. Wow, that hasn't actually occurred to me To you've just said it, to be honest. It, with. it is. Houston yeah. Rockets 2.0. Um, I think, you know, Tyrese Maxey, you, you look at hmm. that starting five, Um uh, I think it's going to be... Like, I think he should probably rest at times and save himself for mm, the playoff. Mm. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to be hungry for that MVP that's eluded him over the last couple of years, yep. thanks to to Mr. Jokic. Um, so I think he's going to come out, bowl out. But you look at that starting five, Embiid, Tobias Harris, who Tom. I've been flat on, but he, he's been consistent. Mm. Not consistently great, but consistently good. Um, so Harris, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey. You know, there's a lot of a lot of talent on this squad. Um, and to be honest, I, I think they're just well-rounded. Their depth, as I said, those names, PJ Tucker will start as well with that squad. Um, but Harold Mel- Melton, I think, is one of the acquisitions of the off-season. Yep. Um, I just think they're going to be a team that really goes for it, whereas others might coast a little bit more. I'm not saying I think they'll yep. win the title, but I just think for the regular season they're poised to make a uh, – to, to clock up a few wins. So I go-
2: need it. I need to ask you something Nick. <laughs> Here we go. Last season I and I was the only guy on this pod out yeah. of the three of us that had faith in James Harden.
1: Where I think,
0: was- oh, So I don't yeah, recall but, me not having No, faith. but you yeah, okay. But but, he,
1: he did start on the net so.
2: Yeah, but where has the turnaround been for you cuz you I know you Nick
1: were so low on Jimmy. I th- I think to be to be honest, this squad actually fits better with him yeah. because I think he's going to probably play more of that point guard and handle the ball. Familiarity. Yeah. And, and we've seen him become a better – facilitator. like he's always been a good facilitator, but mm. with the Rockets, he was an out-and-out scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Nets, we started to see him facilitating more. Yeah, But there was two – like all-time, two of the highest usage players in KD and Kyrie Irving with him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think this – actual this team construction fits better for him. So uh, do you think
2: he'll find a middle ground between the Houston Rockets and
1: Brooklyn Nets him? I think he will. And in particular, the fact he's not, like, in no way is he the number one guy no, in this team. No. Whereas when he went to the Nets, he probably thought he was still, you know, in, in and around the mix. Have you um, equal number one? Guy. Yeah, exactly. Ego is a funny thing, Nick. Uh, oh, it is, 100%. Um, mm. So I, I think it works better for him. Okay. And I think just saying... You know, take it how you will. I think him taking that pay cut was a really good in a good sign of his intentions to yeah, go for a title. Good indication. Um, and I think as he gets later in his career now, that's what he's after. So mm. I think he's
0: throwing the kitchen sink at it, knowing full well that he has less chips to chuck in at the casino on the weekend as well, which is a real shame. Is um, an
1: all black or all red guy?
0: All red. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just fast, hard, and quick. Yep. Quick.
1: Got them first, though. There you go, against
0: all odds. Um, I felt dumb when I did it. That is a that's, a, that's a, That is a legitimate shock, but I don't mind it because I, I likewise think they're going to be in contention this year. I've got them at third spot in the East. They've got all the makeups makeups of a team who is very likely to contend for a championship. I like their top-tier talent. I like their up-and-coming players. I like their role players. I like their new acquisitions. I think they've got a lot going for them. Yep. The Philadelphia 76ers, as we've Constantly said over the last few years, uh, a team who we provide so much hope to, and they continue to let us I felt down. So dumb doing it. Like but fool me one, shame on me. Fool me twice, for oh, fool me. Yeah, you know the <laughs> yeah, know. Fuck you
2: five times. Nick. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> for
0: you five times. I'm ready. I'm ready as you are, Nick, to trust again. Uh, yeah. Trust the process, man. Trust the process.
1: Believe in the process. <laughs> oh. To be honest, I, I kid you not, and you can hold me to this. If this year doesn't work out. That's it. Done. Sever. Uh, sever don't all tyres. Ti- no, sever all tyres wow. are
0: done. Okay. Done. Yep. yep. So, done. Lock it in. That's where you're at. Yep.
1: So,
2: third for you, Roy. Third for me. I have him second, um, just behind the Milwaukee Bucks. Given Joel Embiid stays healthy, which, fingers crossed, we hope he can, he's undoubtedly going to be top three in MVP talks. He just is that yep. guy. Yep. Harden this year, I think it's a redeem kind of year for him. He's going to get back on his horse. I think having an entire off season to work with the organization and yeah. um, the team around him will benefit
1: him um, he, he a lot. You can't understate that. Like it is hard coming into a franchise halfway Mid-season. through the season. Yeah. Yeah. you're not getting to work with these blokes. Actually, put in the time off the court, no. um, build those
0: relationships
1: as well. So mm. I it, agree with you. There. It's just
0: a lack of stability overall, isn't it? Yeah,
2: rising mm. star Tyrese Maxey. I think he could maybe be. I didn't have him as it but I think he could be most improved this year, perhaps. Up there. And then like you said, the acquisitions, Tucker, Harold, Melton, they're gonna prove um, beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, given giving them giving the direction they're heading, I think they're gonna be serious threats.
1: Great shout, Lee. Carry on my my good my good man. My I was gonna sir. say good good sir, good friend, good good man. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, we've got two to go, lads, and things are looking grim in the old bathroom department. So let's <laughs> Kick, kick some goals. I think everyone was a bit surprised when
2: they finished, what, fifth last year? Yeah. I,
0: I think I had them last. Oh, it, second last. It was overs, wasn't it? It, it was, was big mm.
2: overs. Mm. Big um, overs. I was surprised. They've got no superstars. Their two best players are, are low-level all-stars. But the thing is they play incredibly good bowl, and they're very hungry. Good team, hungry. Ball. Good mm. team bowl. Mm. Good team bowl is what I meant. Um, oh, Jackies. I don't think they'll clinch their fifth seed this year. I think they'll go probably ninth. They'll mm. fall back a bit to the expectations that most people would have had them say last season. Yep. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to Scotty Barnes um, improving. I'm excited for that. Um, I think they'll make the play in and I think they'll sneak into the playoffs as well.
1: There you go. I've got them predicted ninth as well. Um, Missed out on KD in the off season. There were certainly rumors there that he might head North Mm. Um, pretty much kept the exact same court. Um, Big additions include Otto Porter and Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent, I think, being the most notable one. Great pickup there. Mm. Um, I think Barnes is an absolute star, and they'll certainly be a tough matchup every night, this team. I think they're mm. really well-rounded. They don't have any number one guy specifically. Um, but as you said, really good team ball. Team um, ball. Granted, I don't <laughs> think they'll finish that high either. Um, just shows how good the East is. I think they'll finish ninth. Um and that's about it for the Raptors. Not too much there, lads.
0: Yep, three nines in a row. I have them finishing just outside that top eight. Um, I I am really excited to see the progression, and I think the main thing for me this year with the Raptors is to see the continual um, progression of Scotty Barnes. He's one of these guys who I think in a few years' time will be one of the legitimate legitimate Stars and solid stars in the league, um, as well. So, I'm really impressed, uh, really intrigued to see what he can do this year. But, yeah, not, not a heap else to add with the Toronto Raptors. Right. Hey,
1: while you're in fine form, carry on with our last and final team, the Washington Wizards. What have you got for me,
0: Washington Wizards? I, to be honest with you, I really don't like the look of their squad. Really, I don't like the look of their squad. Um, finishing 14th, I they're the type of squad who, in my eyes, I see them as. Bradley Bill too. Bradley Bill orientated, and what I mean by that is, I see him as a guy who can average as he has in the past, high twenties to early thirties. But in the past, has that necessarily correlated with team success? No, nah. it oh. hasn't. It hasn't at all, oh. and I don't expect it to again this year. I don't think there's been many notable acquisitions over oh. the off season. What?
1: Monte Morris, Will Barton from the Nuggets. I don't
0: think they're going to. You don't? Be, no, I don't. Like they're, they're, I guess, yeah. I guess I they're, they're handy good, role players. You,
1: like you look at this team, you're going to have Bill, Porzingis, and Kuz kind of occupying the balls as the three main. Yes, yeah. If you've yep, got as your kind of fourth and fifth guy in that starting lineup as Monte Morrison, Will Barton, I I like it.
0: Yeah, I okay. like I
1: like yeah. their starting five. And you think Rui Hachimura, Denny Advia. Coming off the bench, a no, couple of Denny. other blokes. Johnny, yeah, it has been a bit ordinary. Johnny Johnny Davis there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Johnny, Johnny uh, maybe you're changing my mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you've got them 13th.
0: I've got them 13th. At, I've actually got them 14th, sorry, at the Oh, moment. Jesus. Yeah. I'm very low on the on the Washington Wizards. Happy for them to prove me wrong throughout the year, but I think they're still, even with those role players, I, I still think they're overly reliant on Bradley Beal. Uh, I, I've got them 10th. Um, I think if Porzingis and
1: Bill, if we get a full season, if they can coexist... Have we ever got a full season uh, for No, Zingas, no absolutely not. So that's that's mm. probably a little bit optimistic. Um, but I think their starting lineup, as I said, with Kuz, who I think made huge, huge strides last season. Mm, he did show good sports. Uh, mm. With Barton and Morris, losing B- pay hurts. I think I having Shrek. Monte Morris and Will Barton will certainly add to what they're doing. I, I kind of see a world in which, you, if it all clicks, they could finish around seven to eight. Um, mm. I think there's potential there. I think Bill's that good. And I think Paul Zingus when he's playing, is that good as well. Um, so I, I kind of, I kind of, I quite like where they're at. So I th- I've got them 10th. I've got them 12th. This
2: isn't Bradley Bill's fault, but he he by himself doesn't have the ability to lead that team, no matter how many um, points no. he scores. Um, and you could say Paul Zingas is that, or he is that number two. You could say he might be that equal number one, but he has trouble playing to his strengths. And he like I was saying, he's always injured. Um, so th- to really improve and turn heads, you're going to need to add another star to the yep. to the wizards. Um, no, it's not really a destination, is it, Washington? No, it's um, not. You don't want to go to DC. I, I am I am most forward looking to whos hopefully improving and seeing where he heads from here.
1: All right, oh, yeah, lads, like that. We have done and dusted fifteen teams. Let's rip through each. Uh, we'll start from yourself, Lee. We'll go fifteen to one. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of do this. We'll pose it. Uh, you know, guys, let us know here, our 15 to 1, who did the best job. I uh, would love to hear from you guys out there. Lee, kickstart yeah. us.
2: Um, so kind of the bottom dwellers, 15 through 11, I had 15 Indiana Pacers, Orlando Magic, Charlotte Hornets, Washington Wizards, and Detroit Piston Pistons. In that um, play-in spot, I have Toronto Raptors, Bulls, Atlanta, and... Bro- Brooklyn, uh, and no, sorry, New, Year, New York, Toronto Raptors, Bulls, and Atlanta. And then in top six, I have
1: Brooklyn, Miami, Boston, Cleveland, Philly, and Milwaukee. Okay. I'll go from 15 through to one. I've got the Indiana Pacers, Charlotte Hornets, the Orlando Magic at 13th, 12th is the Detroit Pistons, followed by the Knicks, the Washington Wizards, Toronto Raptors in ninth, Chicago Bulls, Atlanta Hawks, Cleveland Cavaliers at sixth. Uh, the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets as third. Second went to the Milwaukee Bucks. And my number one team, despite all odds, is the Philadelphia 76ers. That is unreal, isn't Crazy. it?
0: Now, this, you've stitched me up a little bit here because I haven't actually got it in list form. So oh, this, <laughs> might, this might take a little longer. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, at the... At the uh, Rose the, like... Uh, <laughs> sorry, at the, pal. No, that's okay, mate. At the 15th spot, um, I've got Orlando. At the 14th spot, I've got the Washington Wizards. Um, at the 13th spot, I've got the Indiana Pacers, 12th spot, Detroit Pistons, 11th spot, Charlotte Hornets, uh, 10th spot, I have, if you'll just bear with me for two seconds, New York, 9th spot, I have the Toronto Raptors, uh, 8th spot, I have the, oh, geez, uh, Atlanta Hawks, 7th spot, I've got the Chicago Bulls, Thanks for um, queuing me in on this before the show. Um, sixth spot, Miami Heat. Uh, fifth spot, I have the oh, – you've already heard all my bloody standings. Just go <laughs> Just back so to the hit... episode and listen to it again.
1: Hard for anyone keeping up today. Just give though, them
0: your top three at least. Oh, top three. I've got, Mo- I've got Milwaukee at number one. <laughs> I've got Brooklyn at number two. And at number three, I'll have the Philadelphia 76ers. Boston at four. Guys, out. That was an absolute Sorry,
1: struggle. mate. We'll, we'll G you up for uh, the Western Conference. So yeah, you're, you're up to date there. Guys, there wraps up the Eastern Conference standings. All 15 teams done and dusted. Um, as I said at the top of the show, we're about to dive in and record our Western Conference straight off the back of this, so that'll be up next week. Mm. Um, certainly appreciate you all continuing to tune in. Enjoy Season 4. As I said, it's going to be our biggest and best yet. Continue to stay up to date with the show, all of our socials. Um, as I said, the NBL starts. You're probably... By the time you tuned into this, might have missed the first game or two. But as mm. I said, it's shaping up as the biggest and best season yet for not only us, but the NBL as well. So be sure to tune into that. Lee, is this the year that you get into the NBL? I try. Good man. bro,
0: you're into it. No, I'm into it well and truly. Guys, Come on, thank
1: you so much for listening. We certainly appreciate it. We will talk to you very soon with our Western Conference predictions. Be sure to let us know who you thought did the best job there as well. Cheers.